Welcome back to My Name is Sherman, His Name is Sherman. This is episode 27. We are recording it on January 27th, 2022. It is 2.54 p.m. West Coast time, thus making it 4.54 p.m. Central. And it is a Thursday I am in L.A. My dad is in Chicago. If you're new to the program or just need a reminder, this is a podcast by Shermans, for Shermans, but also for everyone else. And at the beginning of every episode, one of us chooses a topic, we talk about it, and go from there. So buckle up, strap in, do whatever you need to do to get comfortable. Dad, please take it away. All right, Sherman. Great to be with you and our friends and loyal listeners. Thank you. Um, you know, so we often get into the, the music scene one way or the other, uh, and uh, we certainly enjoy that. hope you all do as well. Oftentimes we will select, take turns selecting a song, singular song. Uh, I'm going to go with an album uh, and that is from a truly powerful year in music, 1969, uh, Led Zeppelin II. Um, but before we delve into that a bit more, just, I mean, and that's what the, the show is all about here, just real-time bobbing and weaving. I could have selected, I was close to selecting a song um, because 10 minutes ago, I just took an at-home test, and uh, it, it was negative. Had it not been negative, the song would have been Hey 19 by Steely Dan. Um, and the other song we gave strong consideration to is by Edwin Starr going back, 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 70s back, uh, War. Huh. Good God. What is it good for with, uh, of course, what's going on over in the Ukraine? But back to Zepp. I, I love, I love the, the, the luxury and the, the, the breadth of, of the album because uh, the album is compiled in such a way that it, 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 it tells a story and the, highs and lows and the different types of songs. And I just think that Led Zeppelin II in 1969 captures that in, in a just a brilliant way from the pounding, resounding, okay, confounding whole lot of love to the quieter, indeed quiet, thoughtful, introspective, song entitled thank you uh, i just think it's pretty neat how bands and musicians can just play the extremes and uh, they had a lot to give besides that there were a lot of love a whole lot of entertainment so uh, you know there's other artists out there i was thinking about joe cocker could do that um go from blasting your eardrums to quieting and calming one's nerves pink floyd and the list goes on and on but that's that's just a 
a little opener on, on the music front, Sherman. All right, thank you. Are there any recent bands or musicians, you know, I guess more modern bands or musicians that you've become a fan of that you can think off the top of your head have that same ability to shred and also, you know, soothe yourself? Yeah, yeah. I like that that question a lot. Uh, let's, let's, let's think. Uh, the, who does, um, oh, silly me, shame on me. Um, uh, they performed at the Super Bowl. He went out with, um, this is like 20 questions. He went out, didn't he date Gwyneth Paltrow? Um, Coldplay. Coldplay. You know, they've already had a, what, 25-year career or thereabouts. Um, but I think some of their songs could be pretty quieting and then also just, you know, jump off your chair and um, dance in the room. Probably the dancing in the room part is what most people would not acknowledge they do, but I'm I'm right out front on that. I'll, I'll be dancing in the room by myself. All right, thank you for admitting that. Uh, and yeah, integrity is everything on this show. Um, I, I was thinking once I asked it, another band that I know you like and I believe has this ability, The National. Oh, yeah. Well, great call. Yeah, they... Because no, I mean they're not as you know poppy, or you know if you want to call them exhilarating or um, well, they they give you a rush, but not in the same type of way that Coldplay would, and they're not really an exhilarating poppy group. Um, but yeah, I mean some of their songs absolutely just rip, and then a lot of them I guess they'd probably be known for either. Not necessarily slower songs, but uh, more introspective mm-hmm. songs. Um, but they are yeah, great in both senses. Um, all right. Well, you know, the next topic, before I forget, I'm doing uh, another PSA, Public Sherman Announcement. Listen, and this is inspired uh, by my co-host. Listen to your doctors, folks. Even if they tell you to put goop on your face that melts your face off, Listen to your doctors. They uh, they know what they're doing. They went to school for it. So that's that. Yeah, I feel your I now. feel your reach from the West Coast to the Midwest, right where yeah, I'm sitting you, now. As, Thank you. And I, as you should. I'm I'm with you. Don't uh, in this case. Don't dally. Don't yeah. And don't uh, maybe we get bumper stickers. Don't divert the hurt. The hurt is only temporary. Yes. Uh, and death is forever. That's really what this podcast is about. Um. Anywho, happy Thursday, everyone. What's next on the agenda, Dave? Well, well I think you and I are, are, are currently experiencing what, what can be somewhere between exhilarating and a dreadful uh, time, and that is searching for a new barber and, and yes. wondering how you're holding up under, under those trying circumstances. Uh, well, I'm definitely hairier um, than I need to be uh, out of a little reluctance. Um, my barber, who owned the store, um, told me, I think in November, October, November, that he was leaving at the end of the year, left the state. Unfortunately for me, he was definitely 
the best barber I ever had. And so that and I assumed I was going to, you know, have him as a barber for the remainder of my time in Los Angeles. And that is obviously not the case now. But he recommended another barber in the store who was always there cutting hair as well. So I'm I'm confident though, you know, just simply because I haven't gone to him before. A little wary, uh, but that'll that'll happen this upcoming week, um, and so yeah, I'm, it's taken me a while to get to him, but uh, we'll see where where he takes me next Wednesday. Because as we discussed prior to the show, barbers at times uh, take your hair literally into their own hands and do what they want with it. But this is the first barber who really listened to me and actually executed on what I wanted. So I assume and hope that his coworker does the same. Uh, I think you are having a bit more trouble than I am, though. Yes, I, uh, I have, uh, I've actually had to. I, I got a, I got a, yeah, and it's. Some might say it's a heresy, but I, I have gone back twice now to testing this this new barber. And by the way, why the exit from the old barber? Because um, God rest their souls collectively, they um, they all died. And again, what did I say? Death is forever, everyone. See? <laughs> uh, yes, but legitimately, and we'll actually, this this show will be the most connected. Sorry to interrupt, Dad, but I already said death is forever, and I will be talking about a series of unfortunate events after this topic, and my God, what an insane series of unfortunate events <laughs> that occurred yeah. that led to the demise of a barbershop that existed for decades. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, back yeah, to your were, uh, they, trials and tribulations they, they of the, the trimming area. They were the best. Yes. Um, so I, so the, my current t- test of a couple haircuts, again, most recently last week, they t- I got home and I'm like, dang, they just don't listen to me. They don't listen to me. So uh, I, I took matters into my own hand. Uh, and in fact, I found some scissors and I continued to cut my hair. I don't, I might've done that when I was eight. Um, but yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta stand up for your, you got your, your best advocate. Remember that friends be your best advocate and, um, almost cut my hair. Right around 1970, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. No, almost for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a terrifying prospect in general for me. But also, uh, knowing you, uh, that's, I'm interested in a, I have a morbid curiosity as to what that haircut turned out to be. Um, I feel like, you know, you're, you're not a self haircut guy. Um, so that's, yeah, I, I hope for you and your wife that you find a reliable barber soon. Thank you. I'm very, very moved by your concerns. The only only other thing I was thinking about recently as we do this um, from time to time on or about this day in history and um, recently was um, 10 or 11 years ago, the passing of J.D. Salinger, who wrote the... um, uh, iconic uh, book, Catcher in the Rye. Uh, the main character is Holden Caulfield. I mean, 
you can't get, I don't think, you got to be hard pressed to find two better names between the author and the, the main character. J.D. Salinger, Holden Cock. Those are really cool names. Were, were there, uh, Catcher in the Rye, were there, were there books out there, titles, authors, storylines that, uh, uh, you know, got your attention as, as you were a, a young man? Uh, yes. I mean, the first series I recall reading was Gary Paulson's Hatchet series. I don't know if that's the, you know, actual name of the series, but that was the first one, I believe, uh, in the book, uh, in the series, I should say. Um, and they were all, you know, outdoor survival books, um, that I loved, which is kind of odd because I am very much an indoor cat. Um, but they were great and hooked me immediately, read them all. Um, and, but as I mentioned that I was going to talk about again, uh, Lemony Snicket's, which speaking of cool names, even though I know it's a pen name, uh, Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events. That series was fantastic. I was a little older than when I uh, read the Hatchet series, but those books were so fun and so quick to read. And those were also uh, great names for their characters. Um, I believe, let me confirm um, if I can. I didn't think I would be talking about... uh, a series of unfortunate events characters today, so I didn't look at that. Forgive me. Uh, but the yeah, the Bottleers, mm. um, Violet, Kloss, Sunny, uh, some solid name combinations there as well. Count Olaf, and a fun movie uh, starring Jim Carrey uh, at the end of it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, series of unfortunate events, uh, Hatchet series, and there were other. I read a ton of um, sports history books. Growing up, I, I, I'm confident in saying I knew more about the early decades of the NBA and NFL uh, more so than any other child, probably on the planet Earth. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know too many 12-year-olds who are talking about Elroy, Crazy Legs Hirsch, uh, but there Another I was in all my name. glory. Yeah, or Lance Allworth. Um, so... Yeah, those those books stuck with me. What what childhood books did you have? Uh, let's see. Well, I read Goodnight Moon. I'm I'm going to skip a, <laughs> a few years and some of the books I really enjoyed reading to you and your sisters when you were growing up. That love that one. Um, Goodnight Moon and uh, uh, books that I enjoyed. Well, I didn't I didn't get much beyond, you know, Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Um, occasionally, Life, Life Magazine, great pictures, PG, um, and large print. So um, my, uh, my, brother, my brother Tim was uh, actually in a photograph in uh, Life Magazine. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around the... Uh, the, the, one of the first, well, the first uh, uh, Major League Baseball playoffs when they kicked in that system in uh, 1969, I believe. And, uh, 
that was the year of the amazing Mets. So the Mets beat uh, our Atlanta Braves and my brother Tim was snapped uh, in the uh, rather, uh, with a rather disconsolate look, uh, but uh, uh, it was pretty cool, pretty fun. Oh, nice. Uh, well, there you go, Tim. That's uh, that's your that's your present for this week. Yeah, that's our thank you to you, Tim. <laughs> yeah, for last week's thank yous. Um, okay. Well, I have uh, nothing else on the old agenda today. So, does that wrap it up for you? It does, Sherman. All right. Well, before we go, I am legally obligated to thank our sponsors, Loopware, Chicago-based apparel company local all the way through so you can just look it up on the internet and buy their stuff loopware and then dojos a local in st louis all the way but again going national international and uh intergalactic eventually um for all your bagel coffee donut needs artisanal it's got that word attached made with love but made with the proper ingredients and it's outstanding dojos in in St. Louis for now, I'll say. Uh, so that wraps it up for the 27th episode on the 27th of the month. So thanks for listening, everyone, and have a good day. All right. See you. Bye.